0: Welcome back to the Total Focus Podcast. I'm your host, Paul. Our special guest this week is a member of the Baltimore Ravens cheerleaders alumni. Cheered for two years, and I'm so excited to have her on the show. Taylor Crum is on the show. What an amazing person to learn about getting into dancing, stunting, and all the opportunities of being a professional cheerleader. So, you should stay tuned. And welcome to the show. Hi. Well, it's so awesome to have Taylor on the show. Uh, and I'm so excited to have a, a current Redskins uh, Ravens cheerleader on the show. <laughs> so, um, I really wanted to get a lot of my cheerleading friends. Um, involved in the show and, and really um, get someone that's so successful um, with the squad and probably give you a lot of your insight and all your experience getting to that point. So um, is cheerleading something that has always been a part of your life and you've been pursuing or has it become a passion just recently in the last couple of years? Because I do have friends that pick it up very easily, but I have, I also have friends that have been doing it for a long time.
1: Yeah. So I actually was a competitive dancer for about 15 years. Um, but I've been dancing since I was two.
0: Now, what's your Uh. definition of dancing? Is that like hip hop or ballet dancing or, or jazz?
1: Um, so I did, uh, ballet lyrical contemporary jazz tap hip-hop and point um and a couple of acro classes just to keep up my flexibility um
0: was that out of school or was that part of school comp- school um competitions
1: uh that was after school in um upstate new york we don't really have like what they have here which is like a POMS team Um, so if you wanted to dance, it was like right after school.
0: So was it cool to have that second group of friends to go hang out with? And was that a different experience than cheering or having that experience where you you actually cheer for like your school?
1: Yeah. Um, having that out outside friend group was really nice just because, um, I was the only girl from my dance team that went to a different high school than everybody else. So a lot of the girls already knew each other from being, like, in elementary school together, middle school, high school. Um, But we all became really close because you do spend um, hours on hours with them. Um, Because, like, as soon as you get out of school, you have, like, an hour break you know eat and then you go to dance class and you don't get home till like eight o'clock
0: nine o'clock is is dancing something that a lot of people can just pick up or do you think that you need to be really focused and only doing dancing to really to do well to perform either just in a in a group or um, excel individually
1: uh, so it definitely takes a while to pick up. They normally start you off in ballet because ballet is the, um, I would say the glue that holds everything together um, to be successful in everything else. And ballet is the, one of the hardest um, things to learn because it is so technical. Um, and that's where you learn like your timing. Um, and then that, transfers over into your group dances. So everyone's on time together and it looks um, precise and it's visually appealing when everyone's on the same page on the same time.
0: Now, when you were a little kid, how did you get into it? Was it something that your mom suggested for you to do and you did it as a little child or did you naturally were drawn to it and you asked to do it?
1: Uh, so I asked to do it. Um, my cousin was actually a dancer, and I went to uh, one of her recitals at the end of the year. And I was in the my mom tells me the story all the time. Uh, I was actually in the aisles trying to do all the dance moves with her. I was about almost two. And, you know, from that, I would just dance around in the house. And my mom's like, I think I'm going to put her in. And it kind of just stuck.
0: Well, clearly she made the right decision because you've taken that. <laughs> you've taken that skill and you've gone to the the highest level in professional um, sports. So, um, I, I, I would say that that's definitely an achievement. So, yes. Um, is the end goal in cheer in, in dancing to, to cheer for a professional team or is is cheering is dancing for a concert series or doing a performance arts um even higher like i know a lot of people believe that the nfl dancing is is the top but you could go higher right or is there
1: so with dance the good thing about that there's so many like, options that you could do and so when i was still in the high school You know, I was trying to figure out what route I wanted to go because for a really long time, I wanted to dance on cruise ships, which you could do, and it sounds amazing because you just stay on the cruise ship for free and you get to go all all to these amazing places, Um, and then you dance for the entertainment. Um, Most dancers that are on their way to being professionally trained – Um, like people who dance at Joffrey during the summer, um, people who want to be in ABT, which is American Ballet Theater in New York City, and become a company dancer. That's what, um, people who want to do like a more, like the professional, professional route of dance. And, um, NFL is also professional as well. Um, I did it on the stunt team for Ravens um, because Ravens has two teams. They have their dance team and then they have their stunt team as well.
0: Yeah. It's one of the unique things we have is because we're the only team in the NFL that has a stunt team. And there are two different teams that are basically on one squad. So,
1: yes. So
0: do you, yeah. um, do you get recognized um, a lot from the dancing community from just your dancing or do you get a lot of attention that just because you're you're on the actual team
1: um when i was doing competitions i would get recognized um like one of my best friends now she actually told me before we became friends that if she knew my dance studio was going to be at the competition she would find where my numbers were and she would come and watch me and I didn't even know that until she took a summer class at my dance studio, which I thought that was really sweet. Her and I are very close, um, but I would definitely say for dancing, I at my school I get recognized for cheerleading for the Ravens.
0: <laughs> Is it? Do you think it? Those people were fans, but they become friends. It sounds like that person was a fan first, but has become a friend. Yeah. Yeah. So does that, is that unique to have someone, um, like, how, how does that put you as a performer to have, you know, that you have people that you don't know, but um, they're coming to root for you? Is that put more, sh- like, um, stress on you or um, give you more courage to do better, knowing that there are people specifically coming to root for you um, to make sure that you do better?
1: Uh, It's definitely a motivation for me. So when I'm backstage and getting ready and I know my friends are out there, I'm like, I have to do good. You know, make sure I hit everything on the right count. Uh, Don't make any silly mistakes. Um, So it's definitely motivation for me. It's not, it's never a stress thing for me.
0: So in your young years, you're doing off school um, competitions so you're mingling with people outside your schools mm-hmm. now in the high school setting, did they not have cheerleading there as well, or they did?
1: We did have a cheerleading team. Um, we now don't was, have like a palms team. But you didn't have what, a palms team.
0: Okay. Yeah. So did you, so I, I'm sorry. I was going to did, so did you pursue the cheerleading team then to be part of the school?
1: I did. So in New York where I'm originally from, um, you have to join the cheerleading team at ninth grade because that's considered high school. But my school was a junior, senior high school. So it was like seventh grade to 12th grade. So you have to wait till ninth grade to be on the cheer team. Um, So I did that for a year and then I moved to um, Maryland and I took the year off just so I can get acclimated with everybody else because it's a big move because I came from such a small school with like 45 kids in my graduating class to about 350 to 400 people in my graduating class. So it was a different setting for me and I just wanted to get used to it. And then my junior year of high school, I joined the cheerleading team. And Um, I did that my junior, senior.
0: Transitioning in that um, time bracket is never um, easy to work out. So how did you cope and how do you think you did transitioning like that from a small school into, uh, a, a mid-level or a large school?
1: It was definitely different for me. Um, luckily, uh, before I moved, my mom had already moved down during the school year so I can finish out my school year. So she was in Maryland before, uh, my dad and I were. And, um, one of the weekends, um, we went, down to visit my mom, and um, she had signed me up to do a shadowing process with somebody. So, on like one of the days they had school, I just followed this one girl around, and her and I were friends. Um, and I met some of her friends, and she introduced me to some of the other people like on the cheer team because um, she knew I wanted to do that, and that's what I did in high school. Um, so I had some friends going into my 10th grade year that remembered me from when I shadowed one of the girls. Um, do, you feel that, and
0: then, do you feel that because you went through that, that you had dance, that you did better in school without it? Like you, if, if you didn't have it, do you think you would have done as well?
1: I think dance definitely helped because as I said, you know, you go to school, you get there about 7:45, and then it goes all the way till 2:30, um and then you go to dance class and I'm like get you have to get your homework done in a certain amount of time so like an hour after school I'd work on my homework anytime I had a break during my dance days I would do my homework and after school is when I well after dance is when I would finish so it definitely helped make sure I don't procrastinate it or anything because I knew I had a limited amount of time and then i you know i'd eat do my homework study for whatever test i had coming up and then it would just repeat the next day
0: so i mean it definitely sounds like it was a really game changer because it sounds like if you didn't have dance in your life that um that big move would have been really difficult to um just drop in and just go to school and have to like, um, build new friends.
1: Yeah. Uh, the dance studio I went to when I, uh, originally moved here, a lot of the girls, they go to the same school as me. So that was good. Um, so we would talk about things we had in common throughout the day and that builds that relationship with them.
0: So you're starting cheerleading in 10th grade now What's the difference between high school cheerleading and now did you pursue high, um, cheerleading in college or did you not do that at all and you've just pursued professional cheerleading from that on from high school on?
1: So my 11th grade year is when I started cheerleading and then my 12th grade year, um, I wasn't ready to give it up because I decided I didn't want to go to college because I didn't think that was the right route for me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and so one of my friends suggested, you know, Taylor, why don't you go try out for the Ravens? They have a stunt team. And her mom put, uh, put my mom on with this guy that cheered for the Ravens. And he gave me a couple private lessons before I went and auditioned. So I made the Ravens my senior year of high school.
0: Okay. So, you had no di- so what is your opinion the big difference between that high school experience being on the field to NFL? Now, I understand that there are much more people, bigger stadium, <laughs> but are the skills basically the same skills or are you actually doing different things to achieve the same goal? to cheer for either the team or to get the fans, uh, uh, ready and, and rowdy.
1: Definitely both the same goals with cheering for the team and getting the fans rowdy. Um, the big difference that I learned with going from high school to the NFL is because since it, high school is almost always all girl, So you have about four people in your stunt group. And then when you cheer for the Ravens, you have it's yourself and one other person. And the guy throws you up and catches you in the air. Um, so it's different with how you hold your body positions with both. So that was the biggest change for me from high school to NFL. But other than that, it's always the same goal.
0: And you're saying just because, you know, guys don't, you know, that kind of thing or um or is is it because this the 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 stunt is we're doing something more um difficult so we're throwing you higher is that what you mean by the different positions being held what do you what do you mean
1: so for all girl you hollow out your body like you bring your shoulders forward and you kind of concave a little bit um with um the guys you kind of lean back a little bit but not so back that you fall gotcha. you just have that perfect posture position
0: so it's let them catch you then then the other way then yes okay and is that assume that the guy has more strength to to take in your weight as you fall fallen than 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 younger women would do in high school
1: um i would say because all guys are different. My, of course. I had, uh, for my f- first year, my second year, I had some pretty big guys throw me up in the air. Um, but it just makes it easier on them and on yourself because then it's considered the right body position. Um, and same with all-girl, it makes it easier on your bases.
0: Gotcha. So in, even in high school, would you be doing the same – high level um throws or or combinations or or um as a pyramid is that the right word um mm-hmm. of shows or are there certain things you don't do from high school or you don't you would never do in high school um for safety reasons
1: yeah so in high school sure, you get a book of what you're allowed to do and what you're not allowed to do um, so for high school, you're not allowed to do like flips in the air, like a back tuck or a front full or a front layout because of safety reasons. Um, we, in NFL, there's no rules for cheerleading for the stunt team.
0: Wow. Um, so the, the, there, so there's not even one, like we recommend not to do that at all. Everything's open.
1: Well, as long as you can do this the skill our coach would you know see what our highest level of skill that we could do um and be like okay that's the highest one we'll work on new things at practice to kind of hone all of your other skills together
0: so if someone, there's, um go ahead go ahead
1: yeah there's one girl on the team she can do um a full in the air um or like a double full it's very hard. Um, but she was, she's been on the team for about 14 years. So she definitely has that skill level.
0: Well, I mean, I I can't imagine even standing on top of someone alone, having <laughs> someone throw you in the air and then you coming back down. So, um, I'm just amazed, like the whole process of, of that. So, um, <laughs> I guess my, my, my question would be, So there's not, if someone's watching the performance, are they putting all of the people that have the same skill level in one set of people so that they all look unified? Or is everyone like scattered so everything looks different when you're looking
1: at the group? Um, So say we're doing like an end zone routine. Um, We have people that come in and choreograph or people from the team Mm -hmm. choreograph. Um, So they do it. So everyone's unified. So if two people, if one girl is across from another girl, they're both going to be doing the same type of um, trick in the air. So if it's a back tuck, both of them are doing a back tuck. And then say there's a group behind them, and they're doing um, a front layout, both of them will will do a front layout just so it's unified, but it still has that level of excitement. um, And it's visually appealing to the crowd
0: of course and then it's staying within your safety level without without putting you at jeopardy
1: y- yeah yeah
0: okay so what how did you how did that experience go like so are you still at that point that first year were you still going to school or were you just almost graduating um because what's the – how is that experience? Because a lot of people, you know, put professional sports on a big high level, you know, and, it, and it's considered a professional job too. So mm-hmm. how is that experience at a 17-year-old level having that job experience? So, you know, um, were you still going to school and were you put under that pressure or were you transitioning out is basically –
1: um, so I was 18, um, cause you have to be 18 years or older or going to be 18 in the first of May in order to try out. Um, cause then you're considered a legal adult. Right. Um, so I was in, I was just about to graduate when I made the team.
0: Gotcha. So you only so had, was, a, you only had a couple more months to, so there wasn't a lot of pressure put on you then?
1: No, no. It's uh, still a lot of pressure, you know. Got to make sure you keep up your grades. You have finals, uh, prom, graduation, and then going uh, to Baltimore and practicing and uh, doing all of that stuff. So,
0: when you have someone come up to you and they say, um, "Let's say that they've they've never danced before," would mm-hmm. you? And maybe they're only you know fifteen or sixteen. What do you think that they should do to um, put them in a, in a right path to, to dance with someone? You know, if it's not NFL, it, maybe it's NFL, maybe it's a semi-pro team. Um,
1: and they've never danced before. I would definitely say to find a dance studio. You know, you can do drop-in classes to see if you like the style, if you like the, the other girls in there, see if you mesh well. Um, you can do drop-in classes wherever you want. They're only normally they're around 10 to $20 for a drop-in class. Um, and what's a drop-in
0: class for people that don't know anything about it? Is that kind of like a beginner course is like for college. Is that like a one hundred one class?
1: So a drop-in class is, um, so say like for me, when for once I moved to Baltimore, um, And I was working my retail job, so retail hours always vary. Um, So I would find a day that I had off. I would look in for a dance class somewhere, and you would drop into that class. You would call ahead of time to say, is there any space available? I'm interested in coming to this class tonight. And if yes, then you go to that. You pay the $20 or however much it costs for the drop-in. You go and you take that class.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. So, yeah. so it, it's a, it's a course that may be going on and you're just going to take it for that one afternoon. Yeah. So you don't necessarily have to commit yourself to every Thursday at six o'clock to perform. You could honestly build the skills in your opinion by looking at all of the dance studios and finding ones that work in your schedule.
1: Yeah. You definitely could do that. Um, I would say if they want to dance professionally or on the semi-pro team um, or dance anywhere, I would definitely do the drop-in class first. And if you like the studio, you like how it's how the tat, uh, classes um, run, then I would try to do it as often as possible. And um, with dance classes, they come up with, like, Um, monthly payments. Uh, I know for me, when I did competition dancing, um, you pay month by month and with all the classes that you take. So normally it would be like Monday, I would have ballet for an hour and a half, um, jazz for an hour and a half, maybe like a 15 to a half hour break so I could eat my food and do some homework and then tap for an hour and a half um and then go home and that's normally like monday through friday and then on like saturdays we're like kind of our fun class days because monday through friday is when you learn your competition um but they also have technique classes which is what you would want to look for if you want to do it um after high school
0: I just wanted to take one second from this great interview and talk about our sponsor of the week, Mid-Atlantic Video and Photography Productions. No matter if you're planning a wedding, a special event, or you just need an amazing headshot, they are the team to get the job done. You can reach out to them at 443-422-3830. Again, that's 443-422-3830. Or you can go just go right to their website at mavpp.com. Now let's get right back to the show and listen to this great interview. You're in a very unique setting. You're you're doing stunting. Um, can you give us some, um, some hints on the stunting side too? For someone that has never done stunting and they want to get into stunting, um, is there... Um, to be really uh, polite about it, do you need to be a certain weight and, and keep yourself healthy enough to do it as well?
1: Uh, definitely. Yes. You want to, you know, make sure you're healthy. Um, but if they've never stunted before, there's always an open gym at one of the all-star gyms, like on Wednesdays at, I would say eight o'clock and it can run to 11 o'clock um and i think open gyms normally cost about 15 dollars um
0: now is all-star is that a brand like like bally's or is that just like um is that a competition what do you what do you mean by
1: all-star is um competition cheerleading so like maryland twisters is an all-star team gotcha um and they do it's like What I would do is competition dance, their competition cheer outside of high school.
0: So would you recommend people to pursue that before doing auditions for a couple of years? Or would you recommend them to just go ahead and go through the audition process, even though they might not be ready for it?
1: I would definitely do some open gyms first um before i tried out i had about five lessons for an hour so that's five hours total before i tried out for for the ravens And it does depend on how fast you can pick it up um some people do the open gyms for a year or so not maybe not even or half a year to really hone the skill
0: but in all sincerity you also had eight years if i'm doing my math right of dancing too so, does that not play a factor in it? It when definitely put.
1: It played a factor just because of the flexibility that I had, so I could do a heel stretch in the air, um, be able to hold, hold my own weight, which is an important part too. And by holding your weight, you kind of just squeeze all the muscles in your body to make yourself feel lighter for the guy.
0: Gotcha. So, there are some things that being but on both sides are really important to help the is it he's considered the base is that what his his position is called yes so the more you can take off him the better the better the performances right yes gotcha so um you're going into your second or third year
1: um so i only did ravens um my rookie year. So my first year, and my second year.
0: Okay. Oh, so are you, did you not come back this year?
1: No, I did not. Oh,
0: okay. Um, is it just because you, you're you doing something else or?
1: Um, so this year I did do the audition process. Um, but it was not my year. That's uh, a- there was a lot of talent, you know, they did say normally after a really good Ravens season, um, a lot of talent comes
0: through. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, I'm so sorry that, that they didn't bring you back. I know that I was going to ask you about, um, preparing for, um, to make the team every year. Do you feel that you, you didn't do enough or do you think that it really was just based on, there was so much talent there that they kind of pushed out, other people that were really good, but they, that they're, you know, just influx of people that are new to the area too, that are just like really, really talented people.
1: Yeah. Uh, there's definitely a lot of talent. Um, and seeing as I am so young, I do have a couple years left in me to do cheerleading. Um, but I, this year I'm really going to focus on myself, um, work on maturing a lot more, um, and honing more skills so I can come back with more tricks up my sleeve.
0: Gotcha. Well, I'm excited that you don't you don't find that to um to be um defeating. You know, you're going to take this um and and be motivated to um be the best uh person possible. Uh, are you contemplating? Um, auditioning for Redskins because now there's actually a break enough that you could, do you want (laughs) to try for, for, for Redskins or is that you just giggled? So is that, is that (laughs) because there is, uh, um, I guess a personality difference when it comes to um, most people believe that like the, the Ravens are like the democratic you know, very, um, very um, conservative. The ra- the Ravens are very conservative, and then de- the the re- Redskins are very Democrats. You know, the very very short skirts and everything. So, <laughs> um, is that per- perceived in the cheerleading world too?
1: Um, I'm not really sure. I've never really heard it
0: described like that, that way
1: before. Yeah,
0: but like, it, do you do? Do you see what I'm saying? When it have you heard it another way? But saying like how like the Ravens have like normal um, dresses and the Redskins have really short short uh, dresses. Is is basically is the difference.
1: Gotcha. Um, I would say only thing uh about what I've heard is just our style of dancing is very different. Right. Yeah, they're more. I think they're more hip hop in that area uh ravens is definitely more about the sharpness of the of the movement that we're doing
0: and is it also you have to um dance uh and write something that the stunt um team can perform too because the stunt team might not be as skilled dancer as the actual dancing team is that correct too um
1: so for the stunt team we also dance as well um we learn about nine of them, perform them at camp, and uh, throughout the season we'll do about maybe four or five of them. Okay. So we still dance, but just not like how the dancers dance, like with the high kicks and such like that.
0: Okay, so there are some accommodations. So they mm-hmm. may modify the dance where you don't have to throw the high kick order. So there is some modifications for the stunt team than there is for just the dance team.
1: Yeah, so like when we're doing our end zone routine, the dancers are in um, the end zone, and then stunt is right behind the end zone. But um, the dancers stick with the dancing, and the stunters stick with all the stunting. I think only one time this year did a couple of the stunters go up to the dancers, and we were part of the kick line. Um, but on like the sidelines, we we don't do like high kicks or. Um, any turns, calypsos, such, stuff like that, that the dancers would do on their sideline.
0: Gotcha. So um, you didn't answer it, so I'll ask you again. Oh. And you're more than welcome to to, um, to say, uh, are you considering uh, auditioning for another team, like the the Redskins or maybe um, the, the Washington Wizards, or is that still up in the air?
1: I haven't really thought about any of that yet um just trying to focus on myself and this quarantine which hopefully will be over soon so I can really take a look at my options
0: no no, that's fair do you feel uh, some loyalty to Baltimore and the Ravens for giving you the first opportunity and then also you live in this community
1: yeah my loyalty definitely I definitely have some loyalties to The Ravens, they are my team, Um, and I love the city. I think it's so um, unique and very um, historic.
0: Is it frustrating or more devastating that um, you put all the effort in and you're not picked to come back this year because it's so – It's not, it's not something like, you know, you sign up and you're on the team, they have to pick you. So was that hard to go through or is it just something that makes you a better person?
1: Um, so the first day I kind of took it hard. The second day I took it hard too, but as the days go on, like it's not as hard. Um, you know, I'm going to take it motivate myself
0: um have you had the opportunity to talk to any of the senior advisors um to to get some insight on what you can do better or is that not um, something that that really goes on
1: um i know what i could do better with um like like i said with like myself um i'm gonna work on getting some tumbling down because i don't have any tumbling except for a back handspring um, so that way when I do come back, really wow them with what I learned.
0: Now, is that something you can just, um, go to, um, Maryland twisters and really work on it there or, or, um, try to make their F5 team and work on it there. Is that what you do to do that? Or, or do you just go to what you were suggesting, go into one of those jumping classes and do that? Is that what you do?
1: Yeah, so you could do the go to open gym, like I've said, mm-hmm. um, or you can get a private lesson with somebody. And um, I know a couple guys on the team who are skilled at tumbling do private lessons.
0: So is that is that what your mindset is that you're going to focus on that then? Yeah. So to bridge yourself. Are are you working then? To, to get the are are you going? You said you weren't going to school, but have you decided to go to school now or?
1: Um, not yet. Um, probably when I decide to move back home to New York, um, I'll go to school for business. Okay. At one of the uh, local colleges that we have.
0: So, moving back home to New York is on the agenda. In, the, in the, the recent, in the near future?
1: Yeah, within maybe a year. Okay.
0: Is that, you just feel that that's more home then?
1: Yeah, I did grow up there. My entire family's there. Um, and I ha- have some jobs lined up there as well.
0: Okay. Anything cool?
1: Um, So one of my mom's friends opened up her own all-star gym. And she said, whenever I come back to New York, I can come and coach with
0: her. That's awesome. So you're going to stay in the industry that you've done uh, and excelled in. So that's awesome. So do you think that you're going to be in the dancing career your entire life then? Yes. Okay. So in all sincerity, do you see yourself owning your own gym then?
1: Yes, I do.
0: Okay. Okay. So this is just a really good, like, stepping stone to getting enough experience to being a, a really successful gym owner and, and helping other people make their goals. Yes. Awesome. And then in New York, there's at least 30 teams to be cheerleaders, right? You have all of the uh, the football teams. You have the hockey teams have like f- like fun teams where they throw like prom- promo teams and they do some dancing, right? hmm And then you have the lacrosse teams, you have... So like being in New York would probably be a really great um, place to have a studio then, right?
1: Yeah, so right now I am under the impression the closest um, all-star gym from where, I, where I'm from, is in Syracuse, which is about 45 to an hour away. And people do travel out there. Um, but I'm thinking... Week-
0: are you saying like weekly? Or daily? Uh,
1: weekly. Daily. Wow. To the All-Star Gym. That's Yeah, that's a lot of gas. And if I open mine in maybe the heart of upstate, um, that would save them A lot of money on gas. It's local. Um, And I have two years under my belt with the Ravens.
0: I mean, it sounds like you've... I mean, was that always... Was that always the goal? Or you just happened to make the team so early that it, it became the goal?
1: It became the goal.
0: Gotcha. So in hindsight for those younger girls, if they want to get into dancing, what's your, what's your suggestion? Should they shoot, um, just to try to make the team or like, or like to, to be in a great organization? Like what's the mindset that allows you to allowed you to get where you are today? My mindset, you know,
1: Going into auditions, my first year, um, I was shocked that I didn't make it, but extremely happy. Um, you know, they they saw something in me both years, and I was extremely grateful that they did. Um, but my mindset, you know, just stay positive. Um, you know, if you mess up, just keep going, uh, pick it back up kind of a thing
0: and do you hold that to this day that um that's the kind of positive mindset you need to be successful in this industry
1: yes so like during auditions you know they teach you a dance and if you mess up it's okay just try to pick it back up gotcha because that's what they want to see they want to see you move fast on your feet that if you do mess up you can't pick it back up right away
0: so if you had your dream out, um, uh, like scenario, okay. Mm-hmm. Would you do another year in Baltimore, then go to New York? And then would you dance for another team up there just so you have that name recognition and then maybe save up enough money to to open your gym? Or would you just pursue trying to open up your gym right away and not, and not do any other brother professional dancing?
1: Um, So dream scenario, I would do another year on, on Ravens, um, and then eventually move back home, um, go to college to get my business degree and my coaching license and get my foot in with coaching with either it's high school and all-star, uh, and do that for a few years because it's different coaching than being on the mat and having someone teach it to you. You have to learn to be that leader. Um, and then I would open up my own gym.
0: Okay. So you don't necessarily think that you need to have any credibility with the New York teams. You think that just being in the alumni from another state will still give you enough credibility then? Yes. That's awesome. Um,
1: Well, both New York teams, so the Bills don't have a cheerleading team anymore. Um, Yes, after, after that issue. Yeah,
0: I know. Yeah. So the sad.
1: Giants, I think they do have a cheerleading team, but that's all the way down in New York City.
0: No, it's the the Jets have it. The Jet the, the, the Jets, the, the, jets, the, jets yeah. the Jets have that. The Jets have the the Jet the Jet Setters or, or the um. It's a very cute little outfit and everything, but yeah, the Giants don't have it for some reason.
1: Yeah, so that's kind of far, and I think my mom wants me to be <laughs> close to home.
0: No, I understand that. Um, so. I just wanted to take one extra second and talk about our sponsor of the week, Mid-Atlantic Video and Photography Production. No matter if you're planning a wedding and you need a wedding videographer, you're doing a music video, or you doing commercial, they are the team to get the job done. You can reach out to them at 443-422-3830. Again, that's 443-422-3830. Or you can go right to their website at MAV pp.com now let's get right back to this great interview this is the part of the show where i let you um talk about anything that we haven't discussed so is there some kind of skill or or um, recommendation or tip or some kind of plug, you know, it's, you know someone doing something really amazing in your life that you want everyone to know about. So,
1: could you repeat the question one more time?
0: So, is there anything important going on in your life that you you want anyone to everyone to know about, or is there some skills in the dancing world that's really important, or do you have any tips to recommend to anyone that we haven't discussed? Okay. Yeah, so okay this is this is an opportunity for for more people to learn more about you
1: okay um so for dance uh some of the things that you do want to focus on like i said is ballet which helps with technique um learning how to do uh, a pirouette which is a turn um and fouettes because a lot of nfl teams do look for that um so you can be in that like center group um because there's only a few girls that, that do it on Ravens that I know of. Um, for cheer, I know... Well, for stunt cheer. As long as you can get to hands for boys, they take a look at that, um, and then they can teach you from there. Um, they basically look for someone... Like, they don't have to be beyond perfect when you go into these auditions, as long as they can see um something in you you know if as long as you're coachable it's what they look for um for so, the, me,
0: so can i ask you one question because you haven't yeah. mentioned it at all and um i just find it curious so your performance outweighs everything else correct is that how everything's specifically laid out correct
1: for auditions yes Yes. Or just how
0: they pick the team, right?
1: You're as long if you stand out to them, um, and they remember you. That's always a good sign. So you know you want to make sure you, when you're doing your audition, you know you're smiling, uh, you're doing facials, you're hitting your mo movements sharp, clean, and precise, and that your stunt looks good as well.
0: So. And because this is a very showy and very, um, per, uh, um what's the right word, um, subjective sport. Um, mm-hmm. someone who's really, really gorgeous would they automatically make the team? And then they'll teach you how to be a dancer, or is that not really something that happens? You can't, you can't be that gorgeous and then not know how to dance.
1: Yeah, you can't be that gorgeous and that have them teach you. Okay,
0: so that's yeah. just like a rumor or a fallacy that people like put out there. So you need to be in some way being able to be coachable or able to dance. Yeah,
1: as long as you have that dance or stunt skill behind you. Okay. Golden.
0: Okay. So when when those things those rumors happen, those are just those are just false rumors and the truth of the matter is that that person is skilled enough to be a dancer and does it well enough, but they she just they just happen to be really gorgeous too. So they just happen to have the jackpot then. So yes, okay, all right. Because there are those people out there that that um you know this is a very like I said um touchy subject when people get offended. So um looks play a role in it, but. You're saying and you, the, the comments you you' you're, you're, you've gotten that you if you don't know how to dance, then you're you're not going to be picked for the Ravens. and that's good to hear because it sounds like I'd rather have really skilled people dance and not get hurt than someone who's who's really gorgeous and like going to make everyone else get hurt. I mean, is that also the other concern too?
1: Yeah. And it's not just for Ravens. It's for all the NFL dance teams. As long as you have, um, a dance, dance skills in your background, they look for that. Um, and you know, each team has a different look that they're going for as well. Um, so yeah.
0: All right. Um, it, it, it has been such a pleasure, um, to have you on the show. I hope you really enjoyed, um, telling all your experience and I'm so excited to have my first alumni uh, Ravens cheerleader. So, um, sure. I hope you really appreciate, um, the support you've gotten from the community. And even though, um, uh, Baltimore is not your first home, I hope you have it as your second strong home. So.
1: Thank you so much. I had a great time talking with you and Baltimore definitely is my second home.
0: Good. Well, I will stay in tune, and hey, when you make the team next year, we would love a follow-up. Of course. (laughs) Taylor, thank you so much for coming on the show. It was such an incredible experience to learn all about the dancing community and all of the things that you need to do to prepare to be a professional cheerleader. I think that our audience really... We'll enjoy these episodes, and uh, I appreciate your time so much today. Don't forget to all of my amazing listeners, our episodes drop every Thursday afternoon. We're, we're on iTunes and on YouTube. Please give us a thumbs up, thumbs down. I, I am so thankful for our community growing, and I appreciate everyone for subscribing. Don't forget, also in this feed, we have a movie review show with our co-host ivan carlos called the movie breakdown Um, we are so excited to have some more episodes coming out so stay tuned to that and as always stay tuned